welcome to Adventures in Autism, episode 169. I am Megan Carranza. Thank you so much for coming to listen. If it is your first episode, welcome. And if you've been listening, thank you so much for coming on back to the show, especially after this little hiatus I took. Um, This is the first episode in a couple weeks. I had planned to take a week or so off around... Christmas and New Year's and I really ended up taking off two full weeks (laughs) which I'm not gonna lie was really nice and I'll kind of talk about that a little bit more later but I thought since it is officially 2022 I literally keep forgetting I keep being like it's 2021 (laughs) I I don't know I guess I just feel like we need a do-over for last year or something Um, but yeah, so it's officially the new year, officially 2022. So I thought I would just kick this off with a solo episode to start the year and just kind of give some updates. I haven't done a solo episode in quite a while, although I did do an episode with Manny around Logan's birthday in early December. So we kind of talked about some things, but definitely have some updates and, interesting things happening over here. So, all right, where to begin? So Logan had an awesome birthday, his ninth birthday. We went to a trampoline park and it was great. Just as I had said in that episode with Manny, I got him tons of candy for his birthday and a couple new balls. And really that was it. And he was very happy to open his presents and We just had like a nice kind of quiet morning at home and then had his birthday in the afternoon. And we have seen a bit of an uptick in Logan's anxiety over the past few weeks. Um, And we were a little bit nervous because the day before his party, he had had some anxiety. And we were like really hoping that that day he would be okay, especially because this was the first year that we were having it like at a place and not at our house which we've done pretty much for every party ever. (laughs) We had um, our daughter Liliana's birthday party at their gymnastics gym last year, and he loved that. He did well. But for his birthday, we always just have him at home and have, you know, family and friends over. But we, yeah, we decided to have this one at the trampoline park. And honestly, everything went great. He had a great time. He loved it. He did a couple times sort of need to, like, go back to, like, our like table area and sort of chill out but I think that was more so because when he was going he was going hard (laughs) on the trampolines um but yeah he all, all all in all had a really great birthday and especially with Logan's birthday being in December it's just you know super crazy month and I always feel like I can't like focus on Christmas totally until his birthday is over. Although this year I was better. I did a lot more early shopping. So I had gotten most of the presents bought, uh, pretty much everything before, probably even like a couple weeks before I was done, which honestly for me is pretty good. A lot of times I'm still shopping on like Christmas Eve. So <laughs> it was definitely better this year. And we had a really nice Christmas on Christmas Eve. We went to the Museum of Science and Industry, which is a really cool museum in Chicago. They have lots of trains and planes and all sorts of cool stuff. Logan loved it. He was so good. He hung out. Logan is just like, that's one of the best things about him is that unless he's having anxiety, we can really just kind of go anywhere. And he's so go with the flow. And 
even with masks, we'd had some trouble like earlier, you know, through quarantine with him wearing a mask and him not, he would wear it, but he wouldn't necessarily wear it properly or he would start kind of chewing on it. Um, but he's been doing so good with his mask. Like at his birthday party, he wore it the whole time. No issue at the museum the whole, the whole time, no issue. So we just had a really, a really nice Christmas Eve with, with my family. We went to the museum and then we went to Manny's brother's house that night and we had dinner there. And again, he did awesome. That was another thing that Manny and I had talked about in that episode is Logan just eating so much better. So that's been like a real, um, just wait off when we go places that he, it, it, we don't have to worry about him eating or bringing food for him. So that was really nice. And then Christmas day, everyone came here. We had a really awesome Christmas with the family and probably the best part about Christmas was being able to really, um, just feel happy and joyful because a couple weeks before Christmas, I had taken my sister to, an MRI, which if you'd listened to the last episode I did with her for her birthday, we talked about how she had an upcoming MRI with a new team. After her last doctor, she decided that she was just kind of done with her and that team. And she is at Northwestern now, which is just like a bigger hospital. And her doctor is amazing. He only sees patients on Fridays because the rest of the week he is working in the lab. He is working on new cures and all sorts of clinical trials and and things with brain cancer. So we just felt like she was in very capable hands with this new team. So her and I went, um, this was on the 17th and she had an MRI with not only with contrast, but also with profusion that day, which basically is like color coded. Um, so she's done the contrast MRIs in the past and those will show if there's like leaking or like the, the dye we can see, it just kind of gives more of an idea of, of everything in her brain, but the profusion is more like color coded. So everything lights up like blue, red, green, yellow. And we got amazing news that day, which if you saw on Instagram, she posted it and then I shared it, but this might be kind of a refresher, but basically what her old doctor had seen and just kind of immediately assumed was growth and wanted to start her on chemo right away again, her new doctor thinks could still be flare from radiation or scarring from her surgery and basically is just not concerned about the whatever we do see is so small that he doesn't think that we need to treat it yet and do more chemo. And the other thing is that the, the areas that do show some sort of growth, they are with the color coding, they were not showing any color. They were black. And if they were active tumors, like with blood flow to them, they would be lighting up all the colors. So that's really good. We want to see that. We want to see dead tissue and nothing actively growing. So that really felt like a Christmas miracle. (laughs) Like I said, it was a couple weeks before Christmas. I can't even put into words the relief that I felt that day and just the joy, truly, I'm not going to lie. The last few months around here have been kind of (laughs) bleak. We had been struggling and just feeling really sad. It was just really hard. And 
we were all just really down and, and scared and very fearful for the future on Thanksgiving. There was just like this sadness that hung in the air. We were at my mom's house and, you know, after getting that horrible news from her first doctor and thinking like, oh my gosh, her cancer is growing and I won't give specifics, but her doctor did paint like a very grim picture for us. And it was just very scary. And we were sitting there at the table thinking, you know, like how many Thanksgivings do we have left? And that's a horrible thing to think and a horrible thing to have on your mind. And I mean, yes, getting, getting the news that Melissa is stable and that her doctor thinks that she's doing well and we're going to continue with this doctor. It really did feel like a Christmas miracle and just the biggest weight lifted, the biggest relief. And it, it just felt like, oh my gosh, like we can actually just like have Christmas now and like have our lives just like kind of be happy and be in the moment, which this whole thing with her has really taught me that. But I mean, it, it's taught me a lot of things, but one of the things that I feel like has really kind of changed me from all of this is just being present and not as much as it's hard to not be fearful for the future, just being in the moment and taking it day by day and enjoying the good moments and, you know, feeling the not so good moments. And I remember back when Melissa was first diagnosed and her and I were doing more episodes together, I had talked about how some of the things with her cancer reminded me of the early days of Logan's autism diagnosis. And there was a time after he was diagnosed that I was just very, very fearful and really didn't know what the future was going to be like and really felt scared for the future. And I started having kind of similar feelings to that again, only like, I mean, it's it's different though. Cause it, you know, I, with Logan, it's like, I wasn't scared of, you know, like physically losing him. Whereas with my sister, like that was a real, a real fear and still is to an extent for sure. But I just, I have such a renewed hope at this point, which just feels so good. Um, and I remember saying again, on like a very early episode of adventures in autism that hope is like the strongest emotion that we can feel. And if you have any hope, you need to hold on to it and just foster that and let it grow. And, just keep fighting that because I felt my hope diminishing with everything going on with my sister and it was like truly soul crushing and just felt so heavy. That's like the only word I, I kept coming back to that word. Just like there was a heaviness that just didn't, couldn't, couldn't lift. And yeah, truly getting that news from her doctor, that heaviness in some ways I feel like we're a little bit sadder, but wiser. Like we're, <laughs> we're definitely, our eyes are fully open to, to this picture now, um, for better or worse, but we definitely have so much more hope and are feeling so much more hopeful for her future, our future together, and just so, so many things. So that really was like the best Christmas present and the best thing to go into the holidays with. The other really amazing thing that has happened recently, and again, I talked about this on Instagram, but I have to talk about it here because it's like so incredible, is that we are not, you know, terribly surprised to learn, but we are thrilled to know that Logan is reading. 
And the way that this came about was his teacher sent home a note. We actually were messaging on, we have a, an app we use called Remind, which is awesome. His teacher is amazing. I could sing her praises all day long. And she um, was messaging me and saying that she had a new system for evaluating the non-speaking kiddos in Logan's class for reading and literacy. And we have all thought in the past that Logan could read. He does really well with his device and he does really great with like sight words at school. There was like different things that were kind of showing us that he could read. But again, when you you know have a non-speaking child, it's just hard, hard to know. And, and he's also just hard to evaluate in general. I feel like anytime it's like there's an evaluation happening, it, it, like everything just kind of goes to hell. <laughs> and Logan, the things that we know he can do, we somehow start to have trouble with. So this new system, I'll try my best to explain it because she has sent me like some videos and stuff. Basically, it's it's all on the computer and they started him at the kindergarten level. And the way that it works is they continue testing until the student like tops out basically. So at the kindergarten level, I think it was just like a sentence per page and he would he would have to read a sentence like his teacher wouldn't wouldn't read any of that to him he would read it himself and then on the next page there would be like um a fill in the blank kind of a question about the sentence that he had just read and that that's how how the book would go and he would do that like read the sentence, do the fill in the blank, read the sentence. And then after he finished the book, he would do a comprehension test. So it's like five questions just to see how much he, he understood of it. And he was consistently getting like four out of five and five out of five on all the books that they had read at that level. So this was like just, again, another kind of Christmas miracle because <laughs> it's before Christmas. It just felt so incredible and validating and just thrilling for for Logan, for us, for everyone to know that he was able to read. And it just, it made me like obviously so, so proud of him, but also like Manny and I were talking about it and, you know, we're just like, it's so easy to underestimate somebody with who who is non-speaking or just with autism in general and just think because they act a certain way or do things differently that you know especially with someone who's non-speaking it's like it's so easy to assume oh well you know they're they're not talking so they have nothing to say and I just feel like that couldn't be farther from the truth and I feel like we've known this about Logan but it was just so validating to like really know it and have it like concrete and just incredible. And he is so proud of himself. It's been amazing. So they continued with the testing um, up until he got out for Christmas break and he was reading at a second grade level. So this was like all over the course of a couple weeks with the evaluation. So because he was doing so well, he was able to um, like level up 
pretty quickly. So we will continue that when he goes back to school next week. Logan is in third grade. So if he's, you know, currently reading at a, a second grade level, he really is just reading like one grade level below. But like I said, we don't even know. He, for all we know, he could be reading above grade level, um, which would just be incredible. Um, but of course, like I'm, I'm just thrilled in general and just thrilled to know that he has such an amazing team that really cares for him and wants to see him succeed it really, it means so much at Logan's parent teacher conference. Um, just a, a few weeks before this, it was right before Thanksgiving. I had said that I was interested in for the future, having Logan work with letterboard. I've seen some really amazing things with letterboard and at, for that as like a type of communication, which if you're not familiar, it basically is just like a, like a cardboard piece that has like all the alphabet written on it and the individual will point to the letters to form words then form sentences so obviously to be able to do that you need to know how to read and spell so I had said to Logan's teachers his his whole team is on the call you know I didn't know if that was appropriate for him now because obviously he would have to have like the the literacy skills to be able to use the letter board but I thought for the future, that would be just another another interesting tool, another resource to check out and see, you know, how he could develop from there. And the team agreed that they think that would be a, a great thing for him. And we all talked about, you know, working on that for the future. And I had said on that call, I had said to them that I know there is so much like going on inside of Logan's mind and there's just got to be a way for us to access it. And we just had to figure out it's like that code or the key, you know, we had to just like find that key so we could like unlock the vault and, and get in there. And it, it feels like with the reading, like we're, we're getting there. We've got like part of the code or something. I don't know how to describe it. And it's, it's interesting too. Like, I feel like it's given me almost a whole new perspective on everything with Logan. I mean, Manny and I talked about this a little bit when we did um, the episode that we did together. And then just for New Year's, I, I made a, a reel on Instagram, which you might have seen it. But I just kind of put together some moments from the year that felt really special. And they were really special. And they were thinking, whether it's like a big deal or not, like there's a video, a little clip of him using his fork, which that's a big deal for him. Um, there's the lily pad video that I talk about all the time. There was a video of him, um, doing the rock wall at the playground and he just like zoomed right up it. And so many little things, him swimming, these moments that, especially when I saw them like in succession all together, I watched that reel like a hundred times and just had the biggest smile on my face because I, I just could not be more proud of him and seeing all the ways that he is grown and progressed it's truly just been like the joy of my life to witness this and now with the reading I just I I really do feel like the sky is the limit for him and I'm just so proud of him and so appreciative for him he's still on Christmas break or winter break and the girls went back to school this week so I've had more kind of one-on-one -on -one time with just me and him and you know Logan loves going for drives so we've just been like kind of out running errands and I'll take the long way and he's just like the best he really like is 
oh, I, I just, I, I can't help but gush over him. <laughs> so those are, yeah, some of the updates that are going on with us. And we're just really looking forward to the year. I feel like with Logan, obviously with the reading, I would like to just continue to work on that, develop that skill, like see where he can go. I think it's, you know, amazing that we still, you know, we're only like halfway through the school year and we've got a ways to go. So we've got time to work on that. Um, but just heading into to 2022, uh, the last few years I have said that I want Logan to have more fun. And I think that we've been like doing good with that. I think we've been, we continue to do well. Um, I finally found a awesome program for him to do basketball and he's going to start next Friday, which we're so excited about. It is with like a special recreation through our local park district. So I did like a separate kind of evaluation with the, the special rec side of things and, and I'm working with the park district and we're really just doing our best to make sure that Logan is supported and has a good time. So I will definitely keep you guys updated on that. Um, but we just want to continue to have more fun. I feel like the beginning of, you know, our, this journey with autism, it was a lot of work and therapy and not to say that it isn't still, but it was a lot more rigid. And I feel like I'm glad we did that because he did grow so much. And, you know, I think that it was definitely right for us at the time. But again, just like, you know, everything, I think it's important to evolve and change. And we are just going to keep on keeping on and keep on this path that we're on now, which feels really right, which is kind of like following Logan's lead and just doing what feels good and right for him. Like I said, he has had some kind of uptick in his anxiety recently, which I'm not sure if that coincides with, you know, Christmas break and him being home more. He's honestly done great. So like his anxiety is so strange because it's, it's, again, it's hard to know what is triggering it. And he's not able to communicate yet to let us know what is triggering it, but it's like, we could be having a perfectly awesome day and he'll be going with the flow and doing just fine. And then all of a sudden he starts to get the anxiety and it, the other day it, it escalated probably worse than it ever has. And he was just getting like increasingly upset. Manny did take him for a car ride, which is always like our kind of quick fix to get him to calm down. And it did work, but it took longer. He said it really took like a good 20, 30 minutes or so for him to calm down in the car, which is a lot for him. Usually it's like, as soon as we tell him to get his shoes on, he kind of starts to calm down. Um, so we are looking to, um, anti-anxiety medication, which we obviously have done medication in the past. I still would like to do a hot topic episode about medication. That's definitely like on the docket, but I've been waiting to kind of get to the point where I feel like we are 
good with all of his medications, <laughs> um, which I will say we've we've recently switched psychiatrists because of insurance. We had to get a new psychiatrist, which is a bummer because I, I really did like his last psychiatrist, but I'm actually even happier with our new psychiatrist and she's been awesome. And we have Logan on a couple different meds. He takes one in the morning, one at night that really seem to be helping and he is definitely calmer overall. He's more focused. I think the the meds could have even contributed to, you know, how well he's doing with the reading at school because he is able to just focus for longer. His his teacher had said that right off the bat when he started his medication that they could really tell a difference at school. And there was one morning where I forgot to give it to him and I didn't realize it until he was like a couple hours into the school day. So I had to go and drive the medication to school so that he could take it. And they had said that that morning they were like, oh, Logan seems more, more hyper today than he has been with his new medication. And then later in the afternoon when he took it, the, the note home so that he, they could tell there was a difference in, in the afternoon. So it definitely has been working and we're very happy about that. Um, so now we have a new medication that we're starting for the anxiety. And what I'm, I'm glad about is that it's not like an anti-anxiety that he'll take every day. It's really more of an in the moment kind of anti-anxiety, which I think is really good for him because again, his anxiety isn't like a all the time thing. It just, when it, when it happens, it can, it's, I mean, it's, so sad. I hate it. And it just breaks my heart. But I mean, I hate that he struggles at all. So he does have like some tells when he's got anxiety kind of starting. So I think the nice thing with this medication, we haven't actually started it yet. But basically his his psychiatrist had recommended, you know, when you start to see him kind of like having those sort of like telltale signs of anxiety around the corner, which for him, it's usually like pacing and kind of whining. And so that would be the time that we would give him the medicine and hopefully it, you know, would calm him down enough to avoid like a full-blown anxiety attack. Um, so very hopeful for that. We'll see how that goes. So, but yeah, as far as Logan's goals, I mean, I would like to just con- see, continue with his, his reading and now he's going to start basketball. I hope that goes well. And uh, be especially looking forward to like summertime. He did so well with swimming last year. I can't wait to get him back into swimming, back in the pool. And just continue to watch him flourish and fly. It really, it's, it's, it's been an awesome year. Like I said, when I look back on all of it, it's been pretty great for him. I know 2021 wasn't great for everybody, but for Logan, it really has been pretty awesome. And I'm just so, so proud of him. So I just want to take a minute to talk about some goals and intentions that I am setting for myself this year. And I kind of touched on this a little bit earlier, but I feel like everything with my sister and just life in general um, has really, everything's kind of been pointing me to kind of slowing down a bit. And I did take those couple weeks off for Christmas. And to be honest, it was really nice. <laughs> I really enjoyed it. And I really enjoyed kind of being present. And you no, know, there's, there's a million things going on here all the time. 
So as much as I love the podcast and I'm not going to, you know, stop doing the podcast, I think I am going to adjust the schedule a bit and go to more of like an every other week format. Um, that just feels right right now. And I, I'm so appreciative of everybody that listens and reaches out and I'm so glad that the podcast is helpful. So like I said, I, I don't, I'm not, I don't have any intention of, of stopping, but right now I just think kind of pulling back a little bit, it, it, like I said, it just, it just feels right. And, you know, I, I talk, I've talked a lot this past like year or so about my own kind of like health journey and what, you know, physical health, mental health, everything, losing weight, starting therapy, all that. And I feel like I've learned to kind of check in with myself more, which is definitely a skill and something I did have to learn. And especially when I was really struggling with everything with my sister, it was, I mean, everything was a struggle. Like literally doing anything was a struggle because I was just feeling like so sad. Um, but doing the podcast, it, I did feel like in some ways it was a nice distraction, but in other ways I, I did want to just like be present and be in the moment and, you know, I mean, as much as I love podcasts, it is work for sure. (laughs) I'm constantly, you know, scheduling episodes and recording episodes and editing and putting them together and all that stuff. And like I said, for, for now, it just kind of feels right to, pull back a bit. So going forward in 2022, the podcast will be every other week. I'm not going to like set myself in stone to that, but that's what I'm thinking will be kind of what we're doing. And that's it. I did have a few people reach out to me while I was on my little break that maybe hadn't, I I thought I did mention it in the last episode that I was going to take some time off for Christmas. Um, but then I did post on, um, social media, but just in my stories that I was taking the Christmas week off. And then I was like, Oh, actually I'm going to take the next week off too. But I guess there was a few people that didn't see those. And then they were messaging me like, Hey, where's the podcast? Are you guys okay? I haven't seen your post. So don't worry. We're, we're actually, we're doing really good. And I think that's actually part of why, I do want to pull back a little bit. I feel like in the past I've sort of used the podcast and Instagram and all that as kind of like a crutch and something to kind of lean on in the times that I needed it. And I mean, I hope you guys have leaned on, on those things too, because that's what they were there for. Um, but like I said, I've just, I've learned to kind of check in with myself more and I just feel like this is where we're at right now. And it's something I say all the time. You got to, you know, meet your child where they're at. You got to meet yourself where you're at too. And this is where I am. So with that being said, I would like to wish everybody a very happy new year. And I hope that we are all just happy, healthy, prosperous, all the good things in 2022. And that is all for now. If you would like to connect with me, you can find me on Facebook at Adventures in Autism Podcast, on Instagram at Adventures in Autism Pod, or you can email me at Adventures in Autism 2018 at yahoo.com. 
always love hearing from you guys. Like I said, I'm not going anywhere. So feel free. Keep sending me those messages. <laughs> love hearing. Tell me what your intentions are for the new year for yourself, for your kids. I love hearing that stuff. And that is all for now. But until next time, take care.